0: Welcome, everybody. Hello. How's everybody doing? Thank you for joining. We're here for another session of Open Diner. Our topic today is be the change you want to see in the world. So this is a cameras on event. So if you could kindly turn on your cameras, that would be great. We find it helps us connect to each other and it will give you the opportunity to fully benefit from this event. There's some activities that actually require being able to see each other. Also, priority will go to people that What also priority to speak will be given to those that have the camera on. So keep that in mind,
1: Carl. Wonderful, thank you, Roberta. So be the change you wish to see in the world. Some of us had heard this quote by Mahatma Gandhi and perhaps we've even been inspired by it. It's a beautiful sentiment and one that reminds us how everyone has the power to make an impact. Excuse me. We all want to see the world become a better place. A world where all people are friendly and caring and we feel protected, loved, we're appreciated for our unique qualities and we're at peace. However, we cannot sit and wait for the change to happen miraculously. In this day and age we can improve the world only by improving ourselves and that happens by changing our awareness of how everything in the universe is connected on a deep fundamental level. And I too need to reach connection with my fellow human beings and thereby reach balance with
0: others and nature. So true. You know, upon a closer look, we could see that all the conflicts and problems in the world right now are a result of egotistical attitudes towards others and nature. You know, global warming, you could say uh, racial injustice, pollution, wars, viruses, etc., may seem like completely unrelated phenomena to you, or me, but they all are symptoms from this one problem, human greed and selfishness. So we've tried for centuries to fix this symptom, but the only seems to get worse and worse. We see that the truth changes, starts. We see that truth. I'm saying it wrong. sorry. See, I get nervous because we're talking change. We're going to change the world here tonight, but You see in truth, change starts with me and you. Everything in nature works together harmoniously, right? All parts are intertwined, interwoven. Everything in nature, the natural world is connected. Human beings are the only ones that are constantly disrupting the balance due to our own egoistical attitude towards others by exploiting the earth and others. We can agree that the world needs more love. You know, the golden rule we all know when heard growing up and every day love your neighbor as yourself, has never been more pertinent and urgent in these times. So this is our topic tonight. Let's see how this works out. Let's see how we could do something together. I'm gonna to do this all together. So this is a camera zone event. So if you could kindly turn on your cameras, I know I said it earlier, but maybe some people joined. We find it helps us to connect to each other better. If you're joining on Facebook or YouTube, hello, welcome. Tell us where your name, where you're from, your name and participate. Answer the questions in the comments and we're gonna read them throughout the show. So if you do stay on topic, please remember to keep your answers short because we will wanna to try to get everyone in here. There's a lot of people. And remember to mute your microphone when you're not speaking. So that's a little bit about this evening. And we're gonna sort of just to introduce ourselves, the hosts, my name is Roberta from Long Island, New York. Hello. I'm Carl. And
1: we have a little, a little section here more that I'd like to tell us about. By beginning to learn about nature and the universe
2: and aligning
1: myself to its laws of love and giving, gradually I become an integral part of this system. I thereby change the world. We can affect reality to the degree that we become similar to the laws of nature. And those laws are loving and giving. In doing so, we won't just try to fix the symptoms of the problem, as we've been trying to do for centuries with very little success, but we'll address the problem at the root, and gradually we'll see that everything starts to fall into place. The wisdom of Kabbalah tells us how a person's consciousness and intentions, they affect reality. It teaches us how to change our intentions to be for the sake of others, and thereby change all of reality. It also tells us that there are no coincidences or randomness. If we understood the laws that govern the world, we would see that everything is accurate and there is no room for coincidence or randomness. Therefore, all events are purposeful. We're gonna
0: touch upon that tonight. Thank you, Carl. Thanks for adding that and sharing that. I cut you out by accident. <laughs> I got too excited to introduce ourselves. So I'm Roberta from Long Island, New York. I'm one of the hosts. And Carl?
1: Yeah, I'm Carl from Florida. And, we,
3: and, we
4: and Linda. I'm
5: Linda from New York, upstate New York.
4: Hello. I'm Roberta I'm from um, New York City.
0: Okay, thank you. Hello. I'm so Roberta. we're actually going to go into an icebreaker. I'm going to hand it over to Linda.
5: Yep, it's icebreaker time. Um, it's going to be popcorn style. But uh, expressing gratitude to others can have a significant event, effect, not on your own well-being, but also on the world. The world can certainly use more gratitude. Gratitude is something with flying in front of me. Gratitude is a feeling of being thankful for the people and things in your life. The expression of gratitude brings positive emotions to those receiving and giving thanks. Yet we don't always express our gratitude to the people in our lives. Here's your opportunity. Choose someone in your life who's been helpful and kind to you, yet you have not had an opportunity to express your gratitude. This person can be a family member, parent, grandparent, child, spouse, a friend, a teacher or a coach, anyone who's had a positive influence on your life but has never or rarely heard you express your gratitude. Take a moment to think about the things that this person has done that make you extremely grateful. Then one at a time, introduce yourself, announce your relationship to the person that you would like to thank, And pretend that that person is here right now or watching us live. Address that person directly. And in just a few sentences, thank him or her. Describe specific things that this person has done that made you grateful and how this person's behavior has affected your life. So who wants to go first?
6: Who's ready? Uh, I can go first. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh I saw a hand go up.
7: Now, go ahead, Willie. Hey. You go ahead. <laughs> uh my my grandma died in April and uh she was hands down, uh, she was the person that I loved the most in life and I never got to I never got to thank her just because I was so grateful. Uh, well, I'm grateful now, but I was just so busy uh, learning from her, like she was teaching me, like, um, but yeah, I remember the last piece of advice that she ever gave me, and it was like, when I was 19, uh, I'm 34 now. Oh, so by the way, Patricio, New York City. Um, but yeah, she, I failed out of college, uh, and, yeah i just put my head on her lap like i gave her like the customary morning greeting and i was like uh she was like what's wrong and before i could speak she was like you know your problem is you you don't allow anyone to help you you think that you're so strong that you have to do everything by yourself and uh best uh piece of advice that has absolutely changed me completely um And uh, after her death, like, uh, I just became uh, just so much more grateful for everything and all her lessons. And, uh, yeah, I just wish that I could be able to uh, tell her uh, just how grateful I am for everything that she taught me. And that's why I am who I am, uh, because of what she taught me. So, uh, uh, as you said, uh, to uh, to address her... uh, Abuelita, mi amor, uh, if I could, uh, I will just say thank you for everything that you taught me and thank you for uh, having the patience and knowing me better than I know myself. So I'll say that.
5: Well, thank you, Patrice Jill. Willie, did you want to go next?
6: Yes, I would go next. Um, the person in my life that I feel like I hold a gratitude and didn't take the opportunity to do so would be my my dad and if, if if he was here, I would say, "Dad, I understand the lessons that you were trying to teach me as a as a young person coming up, and I didn't think they were fair, and I didn't find out how valuable they were until I became an adult. But by that time, you had passed away. So I couldn't come back and thank you. But I realize now that I am the type of person that I am. I am where I am because of the lessons that you have taught me. And for that, I am very grateful to the
3: lessons that you have given me. It was great, Willie. Who wants to go next? I'll go next.
8: Uh, I'd like to say thank you to um, one of my teachers who's now not with us anymore, but I spent a good 17 years studying with him and his name is John. And he, um, I think what I'd like to thank him for is, more than anything is to prepare me that things were not gonna be as easy as we thought they were gonna be way back when, you know? I mean, and I feel like this COVID and all this stuff that's happening, I think it feels like I was prepared to be able to go through this. So
3: thank you, John, I miss you and I appreciate you so much daily. Go ahead, Hi, I'm
4: Luberta. I'm from New York City. I like to give thanks and gratitude to my alcohol counselor um like the young lady just said that through the pandemic you know it was when he first became my counselor i was really scared because he was younger than me and i'm like this little boy don't know nothing but you know i just want to tell him thank you and i just want him know I have gratitude for him for him allowing me to open up and be my true self to him and never judge me never looked at me never felt no way different to me and was always there and always want the best for me and fixing any problem that I have in my life that I think that I can't get through and I just want to tell Miguel Capel that I say thank you very much for being my drug and alcohol counselor.
3: Great story. Who else? I don't know how this is going to go but I have an idea
1: of why I'm grateful. So I'm grateful to my two boys, Alex and Joseph. They're eight years old. And they have taught me so much. One one thing is how to be patient. And they both have these qualities that I feed off of Joseph is so outgoing. He runs up to people and starts talking to them and asks them if they need help. And, you know, I I was a little bit like that, but I'm so grateful that I have these two boys that are right in front of me. They're with me every day. And I'm grateful to Alex and Joseph. I, I really want to thank you for being in my life and teaching me patience and how to be grateful. (laughs) I see that you two are really grateful boys, and
3: I look up to you. As, As boys, I look up to you. Thank you.
9: My name is Nina. I'm from uh, Brooklyn, New York, and uh, I'd like to <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank my high school English teacher, Miss Green. Um, she really made a, a big difference in my life. So, Miss Green, if you're watching us right now, um, I never truly got to thank you. I was a shy kid uh, with low self esteem, and uh, you really made me see that something special in me and you gave, because of the great teacher that you were, you, you gave me a um, desire to keep writing, to keep pursuing my uh, talent and developing it. And uh, later in life, I, I tried to pursue other things and actually majored in something else, but I ended up coming back to, to writing and I'm doing that now. Uh, and I'm happy with it. And uh, you were just uh, such a great teacher and you touched the lives of so many people and I was one of them. So keep doing what you're doing and thank you so much.
3: Great, Nina. Well, I'll go next. Um, I'd like to thank uh, my four boys. Um, they
5: They taught me patience. And they taught me anger, but uh, I I wanted to choke them as kids, but they, I mean, they were hellions. But now looking back, I so miss those times. And now they're just, whenever I need them, they're there for me. And uh, I'm just like, I know they're not going to watch this, but uh, (laughs) I would just like to thank you, Sean,
3: Brian, Kevin. I love you so much. And Justin.
0: Anyone else? I can add just quick, you know, I said, this is going to be very emotional. Listen to everybody here. It's so beautiful. I'll say, you know, I'm grateful for my, my siblings, my brother and my sister. And we had good times and bad times through life. We spoke, we didn't speak and things happen, but you know, when uh, my dad is not, is, is, He's getting better, but he hasn't been well for a couple of weeks now. And you see how we came together, even through all our differences, it shows patience and going above ourselves and working together in tough times. And I learned from the two of them, especially my brother, I can say, I don't think he's watching this, but if he is, he knows how we're both working together to work for my dad and work, making everything work out well, make sure he gets healthy. And my sister, you know, in in between all this, between the two of us. So patience, love, you know, persistence of getting to the goal, what we're doing to get him where he's got to go and uh, really show love, even though differences, even though we're brothers and sisters and we get along even the toughest times. Even when you think you're never going to get along, you get along because because of love of the family and, and love of each other. So I love my brother and my sister if they're watching right now.
3: That's great, Roberta. I
5: think we have time for maybe one more. Does anybody else have anything to say?
10: Well, I'll be quick and I think it's a little bit in a different direction, but um, we had this amazing teacher at at, um, our architectural faculty in, in our institute. He was older and we misbehaved so badly in his class. And when we were especially loud, he would stand in front of us and said, "Life is a theater, and you are all actors there." You know And only now I start to comprehend what he was teaching me. You know, it was so deep. I still remember, and I am very grateful to you, uh, my dear teacher.
3: Wonderful. Great.
1: Thank you, everybody. That was amazing. That was great. We could end the show now. <laughs> so, but we're not, we're going to watch a video.
3: So get ready, sit back and let's watch a video.
11: climate change, fires in California, the coronavirus, war, poverty, food shortages, inflation, corrupt government, and the list goes on and on. These issues may seemingly have nothing to do with each other, but these problems are occurring right now across the entire planet and by greater and greater degrees. These are facts. Now let's step back for a moment and just use our imagination. Let's imagine that all of the world's problems, no matter what, only come from one single issue, man failing to come into equilibrium with nature. Imagine also that man as a species is out of balance with nature and as a result of nature's efforts to restore equilibrium, we are being inundated with a plethora of seemingly unsolvable global issues. In such a scenario, the next question might be, well, how would we as humans restore our balance with nature so that these issues would not continue to assault us? Let us continue to imagine that the solution could be found within nature itself. Nature is a whole complete system that is balanced and constantly maintains many subsystems that support life. It is connected, interdependent, and giving. Man's egoistic qualities such as separation, a me first attitude, and greed are the exact opposite of the very nature that we reside in and are part of. What if these very qualities that we all possess to varying degrees are keeping us out of equilibrium with nature, and the whole world that we live in today, which is in crisis mode, is the current result? Don't forget, We are still using our imaginations. Now let's imagine that we begin to live our lives in a way that is completely opposite to the way that we currently live. Now we are imagining people coming together in connection as one global family, as the solution. We are imagining connecting with others on a level that far exceeds today's superficial status quo. We are imagining rising above the fear and the hatred that gives us the illusion of separation. We are choosing to live in unity. What would be the end result of such a state of man? We would be emulating nature itself which is connected and whole thus equalizing with it. As a direct result of this equilibrium, nature would have no more need to pressure us with the global problems that are raging today. Alternatively, Nature would begin to work more and more in our favor to support our new collective intention of connection and unity in a new era of abundance. It would begin to take care of the needs of everyone, unlike the current man-made systems that are in place today. Now don't forget, we are only imagining here. And if we are imagining, then what are we imagining together? A world full of problems caused by our perceived separation from nature? Maybe together we can begin to imagine an opposite world of the one we exist in today. A world whole, connected, and full of abundance as a direct result of equalizing with nature itself.
3: Wow, that was really good. That's great.
1: We can do it. We can do it. We're gonna start right now. We're gonna start talking about it, seriously. And uh, we can imagine, we can write it down. So we're gonna have a round discussion now. And um, this is a perfect time to uh, start listening to the others as we go around. We listen attentively to what they're saying because this space here, its we're building a space of support, love, care, and warmth. Everybody's equal. When we go around and we speak briefly and on topic, so everybody has a chance to speak, and there's no right or wrong answers. So this is this is a time for us to learn from each other, to add to each other, and to really start making this change. All right, so we're gonna go to the first question. How can I begin to step out of my me first attitude thereby sending positive ripple effects into the world? And give an example. So how can I begin to step out of my me first attitude thereby sending positive ripple effects into the world? Give an example. I'm going to call on
3: Willie. Well,
6: one, one habit I have, and I don't know if it's good or bad, if I change would help mankind or not, but I seem to, somewhere along the line, I picked up the lesson of why can't uh, I be first? I mean, I, I was complaining that no one would volunteer and step forward. And somewhere along the line, it hit me. Well, if you think in that way, how come you can't be the one who step forward and be first? So I've done that. But now in doing that, I wonder, am I robbing someone else of opportunity of stepping forward and being first? So, maybe I should pull back and give others a chance to come forward with their great ideals. That's good, Willie. That's great. I see what you're saying. <laughs>
3: That's good that you're aware of that. Nina? Um, well, this just happened today, so it's,
9: it's still fresh in my mind. But, um, I get really defensive because someone called out called me out on something uh my partner you know i, I was uh, on the phone and when i when i'm on the phone i get like really excited and i start pacing around the uh the place and uh, talking uh, louder <laughs> uh, than usual and that uh, she, um, she was like uh, you know, you're so loud, you're not considerate of the fact that I'm here, you know, as well. And this is something that I've been told before, you know, and I just keep forgetting, you know, I try to be mindful of it, but then I keep forgetting. And I, of course, again, I got like really defensive and I'm like, maybe I'll get you earplugs or something like that. And then um, I realized, you know, I I do need to be much more mindful and, and much more considerate. Uh, And uh, I can't get defensive like that when someone calls me out on something. So when someone calls me out on something, I should be grateful and uh, use that as an opportunity for growth.
3: Wow, this is so great. Paula?
0: Hi, um, I think um, just by kind gestures, is something as simple as smiling or holding the door. I think that'll um, likely uh, make others do the same and have uh, the ripple effect uh, that the question mentioned.
3: It will, I'm sure. Sure, Dan? Yeah, I,
1: think, uh, I think I agree with the video. I think, um, I think we might be in a little bit of trouble Right now, worldwide, a little bit of trouble approaching. And I think that the first step uh is that we realize that you know this this attitude that we have towards each other is uh is propagating this this issue, right? And the only way to stop it is do this other thing, right? there's compassion. Compassion would be good. I I would I would like to have that, lots of it, but I don't have it all the time, right? Like we forget, right? We need to um, embark on
3: a mission to solve that worldwide. That's right. All right, Susie.
8: Well, this one's a little hard for me, in that I feel like if I don't put me first a little bit, I'm going to die because so many, so many things pulling on me right now, and I it doesn't seem to be there. There's going to be a break. I guess um, somebody's going to help with with my um, mate. His, he's going to go see his kids, but I keep going back to that um, Thanksgiving day I went, and somebody was buying flowers, and it really touched me. I don't know why people buy flowers for people all the time, but I went up to him and I said, "Oh my God, that's so cool. Who are you buying flowers to, for?" And he said, uh, "My mom," and I just I just, I said, oh, thank you, thank you. I just, I was, some of that really touched me. I go out to the parking lot and he brings me another set of flowers. So I think in in our little ways of reaching out and touching people and and big ways, as much as we can, uh, being able to set aside what we would do for ourselves and help others, I think we're gonna grow as a planet.
1: Yeah. If we can think about others and help others more, that's great. Thank you. Thank you, Susie. Gary?
12: Yeah, I think that's that um, awareness of the people around you is very important. You know, you can you can get locked into your own little world. You know, you're driving down the road and you're thinking about, you know, what you have to do and all these things. But I think you need we just need to take the time of being aware of who's around us and what uh, what needs they might have that you can actually help with um, and being considerate, you know. Uh, I moved, uh, I'm in South Carolina now. I moved here last year uh, from LA and, the, and it's a lot easier to be nice to people in South Carolina than it is in LA. There's a hostility in LA that's hard to uh, deal with but in, in, down in the South, it's, it's amazing. Uh, people are nice to each other. People are a little bit more considerate. I mean, you still have jerks, but I think we can, we can learn from that to where um, uh, it, it helped me a lot, you know? So um, you're a lot in, when you're driving, you're a lot more patient. You let people in. You don't you know, try to make your own way, but I think that's just being aware.
1: I noticed you've become so much nicer, Gary, since you've moved. Been...
3: <laughs> Linda. Oh, shut up.
0: <laughs> well, that went out the window.
3: <laughs> well, when I first moved to upstate New York,
5: I I still drove with the, the New York state of mind, New York City mind, where you know you don't get anybody in front of you and you cut people off. Um, And then up here I found, why am I doing that? There's no big traffic jams or anything, no reason to do it. So I've been letting people go ahead of me, you know? They wanna move into my lane, go ahead. I'm not in that big of a hurry. And, um, you know, I find that other people up here will do that too. Not all of them, but a lot of them do, and I think uh, you know if you keep doing
3: it, people, other people will do it more. That's so true. Thanks, Linda. Lubertha. Just, uh Yes. Realm for about a decade now,
4: just over a decade. Um, yes. Um. For me, it's like, I feel like the way that I give back is as far as saying positive affirmations, speaking positive things, always being positive. When like, you know, you go outside and you can see someone, they're so negative and they being negative. And I just be like, you know, how about if we just change that into a positive and I'll start speaking positive things and I speak positive to them. And they'd be like, well, I didn't see it like that. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Give me a hug and have a positive day today, you know? And that's what I do, you know, and I send out positive affirmations to families and friends. Just in the morning, just get up, you know, and I don't really like saying good morning, morning, because I don't want anything. I say rich horizons, kings and queens. And I send them off something positive for the day. Like, you know, let's it's a beautiful day outside. Let's let the shine like we we just came from cold weather and it's it was a beautiful day. Let's take a walk today, you know, and just be enjoyed a beautiful day because we was it was really cold, you know, but. The guy, guy, I think he is. He's from North Carolina, right? I want to move there. And if night and nice like that, I want to move there. I'm I really like fill out applications to go there. I'm really trying to move there, like really soon. Like I want to give that to myself for my birthday present.
12: Come on down.
4: Okay. Thanks. Okay. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Luberta. That's great. Affirmations. Uh, Rona.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think I can relate to uh, what Roberta was saying about being positive. Uh, you know, the me first attitude applied to things like uh, calling out someone at work for making a mistake and, you know, making a scene. And, you know, just it makes you feel uh, better. But it's, it's usually someone, uh, it's, well, not always when someone makes a mistake. is like, for example, a waiter, he brings you the wrong plate it might be or she might be going through some tough time at work you know had a very bad interaction with someone else uh, an hour before and uh you know you can just pull them aside and just make a note of what just happened it might be some simply an honest mistake Uh, the idea is that uh, you go along with people as if we're walking in the same direction like uh, the movie was saying you know trying to find this connection there allows all interaction with people to go a lot smoother. You know, it's uh it's we have to realize that we're in the same planet, there's no way out. You know, all of those things about going to Mars and checking on other planets are gonna work. That's where we have to learn to get along. Next.
1: That's great, Lana. right? Thank you. It's like seeing the good in people. Um, Roberta, do we
0: have anybody on Facebook? We do. Um, I was just going to add quickly. You know, uh, it's amazing listening to everyone here, and there's so many things I could change in the future. I'm learning from you, but I uh, one thing I could do. I always think that if I see somebody in, let's say, a, a store or what, and they look at me, have eye contact. I'm waiting for them to say hello. It's like as if I, you know, I I should be told hello first. So coming out of you saying hello, good morning or holding the door for these stupid little things really means a lot to me. People are actually shocked you're actually saying hello, like Gary, you know, down south, especially down in Florida, people are very friendly, Carl would know that. Everything's good morning. In New York, it's more you just give eye contact, but step out of yourself and be the first one to be initiative to say, good morning, or hello, how are you doing? And always respect that people, you don't know what they're going through. People could be very not so nice, but you don't know what people are going through so to try to be cognizant of that. So you said about Facebook. Yes, we have Sippy on Facebook. She says, realizing that every change begins in me as a first step to treat another as equal to me. And in the same attitude, I would like to be treated. So thank you, Sippy, for that. That's from Facebook.
1: Thank you, Sippy. Thank you, Roberta. OK, we have another question. Um <clears throat> How can I be the change that I wish to see in the world? So now that we've talked about all this, how can I be the change that I wish to see in the world? And we're going to go to Natalia.
10: I'm first, right? (laughs) Uh, I want to see in the world lots of things. I want to see love between people. I want to see... uh, peace. I want to see happy happiness. So, how can I change? I'm I'm gonna change to be positive. Uh, definitely to be thinking about about the others first, and it may contribute to the world whatever happiness. But uh, whatever I need to do, I need to think. I I have to do lots of changes. <laughs> but I cannot think about all of them right now. Okay, first of them, I'm going to be positive and trust in a better future.
3: That'll do. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, Natalia. Uh, Alyssa.
10: Yeah, I think uh, we should start with a very simple thing. Today, you know, I, I was really shocked. Like I live uh, in an apartment building, not, not very large one and, and not, not uh, super expensive. And usually all parcels are just dropped on the first floor near the mailbox. And today, I, I, I walked up the stairs and I was shocked. Parcels were at each door, and at the bottom near the mailbox, there was nothing. And I was thinking, Alisa, how many times you walked by those parcels? You saw the the number of the apartment. Why couldn't you just grab one and put near the door? Somebody did it today, and uh, you know, uh, it even never dawned on you that you could be this change in this. You know not that huge apartment building that everyone almost know each other so that's the first step uh, i should take you know maybe tomorrow i'll do the the same that what someone did it in in my building
3: that's great
1: i'd like to hear how that works out so um i I'm, I'm like, uh, Natalia, there's so many things, but, um, if I, if I would focus on the one thing that I could change, the biggest thing is that I'm so like, I'm, I'm always thinking about, you know, how I can feel good. I'm, I'm basically, I'm thinking about myself, you know, to the point where it's like, come on. (laughs) So if I... And I think it has to do with me just, you know, realizing that, you know, if I if I be more vulnerable, I guess, you know, like kind of open my heart to others and think about others and realize that others will care for me um, if I care for them, you know, then. It'll work out. (laughs) So I guess how can I say that? Just care for others and think about others rather than myself. Um, so now we're gonna go to
6: Willie. Well, you know, I I believe now there's a lot of people have great ideas and things that they could contribute if they had an opportunity. So I'm gonna allow instead of me jumping. First to in doing it, I'm gonna step back and give other people opportunity to come forward and shine and display their gifts to the world. You're the best, Willie.
3: I mean,
9: well, you guys probably know my favorite quote by now. I said it a few times here. Beat it. Um bring love with you wherever you go. And I always uh, try to be mindful uh, about doing that because I think everyone can use a little bit more love. Just uh, trying to approach every person with a little bit more kindness, a little bit more love. And sometimes you're more successful at it, sometimes you're not very successful, but at least you're making a, a conscious effort. Uh, to do that you know like when i told my partner earlier today to uh that i'll get her earplugs <laughs> i said I, I realized i was out of line and then i said i was sorry but um i, I wasn't practicing love at that moment <laughs> so i'll do better next time
3: that's good you're aware of it that's great um
1: Okay, so a couple of people aren't here. Um,
3: let's go to uh, Susie I uh, I wasn't at
8: Gandhi that said be the change that you want to happen in the world And um, I want to go about this a little a little backwards that John that I was telling you about that taught me so much. He used to tell this story and he, It was a a little circle of kids and they were trying to learn how to be grateful. And the first little girl said, Oh, I'm so grateful, I'm so pretty. And the next little girl said, Well, I'm so grateful that my daddy owns the bank and we have so much money. And went around, everybody was being grateful. And at the very end, there was this hair-lip, redhead, freckled face, snaggle-tooth kid that kind of stood up and said, I think thankful to God for nothing. He just about ruined me. And I've been thinking about that story so much because a lot of times I think we're thinking, thinking like that. I mean, we not, you know, we go, damn, this is hard. This is really, really hard stuff. And so I have to remind myself daily to be more grateful. And as I'm, as I'm doing that, I'm finding that I'm more patient and able to be there for those that that need
3: me right now. Gratefulness goes such a long way. That's great. Uh, Gary. Uh, yeah, I
12: think it's just um, uh, a matter of, like everybody's been saying, just uh, treat the way you treat everybody, um, looking for the best in each person, trying to bring out the best in, in, in everybody. Um, and not being so focused on how you can get ahead, but how you can help others get ahead. Um, and I think if everybody did that, everybody would get ahead, you know, everybody would be in a, in a better place. Um, so yeah, I know that's idealistic to think that everybody will be like that, but at least I can start, you know, and maybe it'll affect somebody else to do the same.
1: Thanks Gary. Okay, we have to, we're getting ahead of ourselves
3: here. Are there any Facebook? Let me see. I don't mean-
0: No, nope, nothing right now our... for the second question, no.
3: Okay, I didn't mean
1: we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're, we're running out of time is what I meant. Okay, so if uh, we're gonna have some fun now, Roberta.
0: Okay, so now we're gonna get ahead of ourselves by doing a dance move. This is our traditional open, open diner dance. Right now, we're going to do it. We've done it every week. It's called our chair dance. It's a lot of fun. Don't knock it till you try it. The way it works is kind of like follow the leader, meaning that we have fun to the music, like Carl said, and one person at a time is going to be displayed on the screen. When you come up on the screen, do a dance move, just like something with the arms are okay. That's great. And everyone's going to copy your move, whatever you do. And when others are displayed on the screen, you're going to follow their move. When it's your turn, a text box actually comes up on the screen. It's just telling you that you're being spotlighted. Ignore it. Don't read it. You're going to miss your turn. So just one quick second. So do your dance move. So let's get loose. Let's have some fun. This is a great way to connect with each other and lift our spirits. And we'll listen to music. And let's see what moves we have this week. Ready to get loose? Let's quiet one.
13: Nature is a law that can be bent. Whoa, from chaos to harmony From chaos to harmony Everything's exactly how it's supposed to be We're changing our perception of reality Is there a plan? So much suffering for every man So much confusion in every land Is there something we can understand? It's out of ten We learn to love again We unite ourselves and then Upper life feels a connection Whoa From chaos to harmony From chaos to harmony All this chaos is heaven sent Nature is a law that can't be bent Whoa Changing our perception of reality A world full of crisis feels so wrong i in a circle feeling strong Connecting together and yes, the In a song Is not so much suffering for every man, fusion in every land, something we can understand I tell, we learn to love again, it unite our soul and then, it feels the connection, Whoa. from chaos to harmony, from chaos to harmony. Nature is a law that can't be bent Whoa, from chaos to harmony From chaos to harmony Everything's exactly how it's supposed to be Changing our perception of reality
0: We had some fast moves, some small moves, slow moves. This was good though, very good, everybody. We all did it in harmony and and in unison, lovely. So I'm gonna hand it back over to, I believe, Linda. I
3: have trouble finding my cursor. Okay.
5: (laughs) Research shows that people who write down their goals on paper, are 42% more likely to achieve their goals. Therefore, we're gonna take two minutes right now to write down the goal that you wanna achieve to be the change that you wanna see in the world. And after you do that, ask yourself, what is one action step that I can take every day to move me closer to my goal? For example, If your goal is to be more grateful, the action step that you can take is to spend just a few minutes every evening, write down all the things that happened during the day for which you're grateful. That will certainly move you closer to the goal. So let's take two minutes to write down our goal and our action step, and then we'll share them with each other. If you have a pen and paper handy, that's the best because research shows that my cat's ruining my house. Research shows that putting a pen to paper is more powerful than typing when it comes to self growth. However, if you don't have a pen and paper, you can type. If uh, So
3: starting now, everybody write down.
6: Okay, we'll start with Willie. Okay, I feel like the world needs answers. And what I would like to do with my step is start reading things that will provide me with answers in life. When I say need answers, to understand why things are the way that they are, why things are going the way that they're going. There are a lot of information out there that we can research if we care enough to look for the answers. So that means you need to start finding material that can provide that information.
3: Anybody want to volunteer their answer? Oh, well, I keep forgetting to tell. I'm Susie and I'm from Arizona
8: right now. Um, because of all the stuff that's been happening, I, I feel restrained and I feel like I'm losing my spark. I feel like, so my intention, and I wrote down, I want to be free to really be me and to lose all the restraints that seem to be holding me down right now.
5: Very good. Anybody else want to go?
8: Oh, and by the way, I love this part about writing it down. They uh, Scientifically, they say, if you read something once, you probably forget it. If you read it five times. And then when you write it, you, you you adhere to it. So good message. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I really want to spend more quality time um, with, with my family, specifically my, my kids, because um, I see what the, uh, the education system is doing and, you know, I really want them to have a broad view of the world. And um, I'm gonna take them out of school and I'm gonna homeschool them. So this is what I'm gonna do.
5: Good for you, Carl. Yeah, the the education system is getting worse and worse.
9: Okay. very admirable. My goal is to be more attentive to others. Um, and my action uh, is to uh, call or text um, the people that I care about I want to become closer to. It's not going to be every day, but I'm going to start with at least once a week <laughs> because I'm really bad at keeping in touch with people for whatever reason. And then uh, I find myself like... Uh, why, is it, why isn't this person calling me? Why, like, I should, I should be initiating that sometimes, you know? So uh, uh, I'm going to make a, an action step to call or text at least once a week.
0: Good deal. Anyone else? I can add, to, I'm gonna to try to be more patient and not uh, be the first one to jump in and say, what'd you say? So I'm a great woman saying, wait, what? You know, like that. So to be listen, because half the time I jump in too quickly. And then it turns out to be nothing what I thought they were saying. I, I'm like <laughs> a crazy person. So just to listen and feel the other person. And like they were saying, you have 10 seconds before you respond or react. I probably need about 20. So We're going to set a timer and we're going to be more patient and understanding with other people. That's, that's a goal. I'm trying for 22. Go ahead, Linda. You're taking too long. (laughs) It's not working. All right. I'm kidding.
12: (laughs) Well, I got one that that reminded uh, what Roberta said made me think of something I need to work on. And that is having more patience with myself. Um, There's things that I do that I get very frustrated with. Um, And I've just got to learn that that's the way I am and um, start to just relax a little bit more about things if they don't go quite as fast as I think they should or just the way that I think they should.
3: Very good. Bertha, I see you have your hand up.
4: Yes. um, For me, my goal is to change that. What I want to change is that when people see things in a negative way, you know, like a scenario of stuff that happens, like like you cause you a cause create, you create a problem, then you get the problem, then it's blaming other people. See the negative part, see the toxic part, see what part you played in it and try not to do it. So that's the thing that I've been doing lately and I've been working on like, for people to see like, you know, this was this caused because of this, this is what happened to make this happen. If you didn't do that, that wouldn't happen. So you see what the negativity is. You pushed out negativity. Now you impact them back with negative. So push out positivity to impact with positivity and bring positivity back into your life. And that's what I've been doing all week. Like, you know, okay, we easy easily say something negative. Why can't we just be so easy to say something positive? You know, so that's the change that I want to make. People to see things in a positive light, to be in a positive way. You know, like they for pandemic, yes, it's a bad. It's not why we gotta make it bad. We are home, people that gotta stay in the house. We're learning to understand the positive part about it, that we're learning the gratefulness of our home because if you really did your math and did your time or how much you spent time in your home that you pay rent for every month, that you pay electricity for, and you put furniture and, and put beautiful curtains and everything up, we didn't take time to really realize and enjoy the part of being home. I know for me, I didn't see it, but I realized I spent 18 to 19 hours a day in the street and come home and only spend about eight hours, which is the sleep. So I, I'm enjoying the fact that I'm in home. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the beautiful walls, the the art, uh, the, the closet that I'm cleaning, I'm enjoying it. So the positive thing about it instead of thing negative. So that's when.
1: You're so positive, Labertha. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we're we're running out of time. So I'm gonna go to the next section here um thank you everybody for for taking part and playing a part um please continue to join us every thursday 6 30 5 630 eastern time five thirty central time and bring your friends next time you come bring your friends also uh we mentioned kabbalah in the beginning if you'd like to delve deeper into some of the subjects of kabbalah that we discussed and um today you can take a free course. There's a free course of Kabbalah. And we'll put the link here in the chat right now. It's in the chat there. Um and I think, oh, you can follow us here on Facebook, um, meetup, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And uh you can go to YouTube and see past events. That we've had if you if you want to what you can watch the whole event all right so thank you so much everybody for coming and um is yes, there, also is there? Say, uh,
0: to make sure you know you, you click the uh the, the bell icon for facebook to receive any notifications about future events and rsvp for all our future events on facebook and meetup and you'll get notifications and we have different topics all the time and like uh, carl said you can watch all our prior events there was about we have about 90, I believe now. So a uh, lot to see, a lot to learn. I just wanted to say thank you to everybody. It's a great evening. Till next week. Yes. Thank, you. To you. Mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you so much. Be that change. Yes. Have a great week and be that change.
3: Thank you.
8: thank you. Love you all. Love, Love you. you. Bye.